Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. God's beauty is shown in our ugliest moments. That's for real like the Neptunes on God. No ego, cause I gotta say God like the Migos on God. It's the best move if you ain't talking about that. God bless you on God. Like an ego, cause I gotta say God like the Migos. Famalam, Famalam, Famalam. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back, welcome back to God Made Dirt, the podcast. You know the show that we have real conversations behind the curtain of religion you know the stuff that the church is too religious to talk about too holy or the world is too embarrassed to talk about we are gonna talk about it you know and it's me of course with your boy marcel b the mc on god video out and it's actually gonna be on a soundtrack for a movie dropping in the detroit area make sure y'all go to, and go see that in the theaters i'll put that info in the description you know it's a shameless plug every week with me but we're going to keep it moving. The leading lady, BK, in the house. The house. Hey, y'all. Make sure y'all check her out at beador.com. And we got definitely Money Measy, Money Mike in the house, the drummer extraordinaire. What's going on? And last but not least, Tarmel Daniel, the code breaker, the chief geek. What up, bro? What's happening, dog? Man, and you, y'all know we, y'all know we about transparency on this show. Every week. It seemed like it's something to stop us to do this show, like every single week. And and we want to we want to always do, deliver this show with quality, quality content, quality audio, quality, quality visual. And I'm telling you, it's a different challenge every week. But that's how we know that this show is meant for somebody out there to hear this, but also feel closer to the kingdom of God. And uh, before we dive in this week, right, because we got a heavy one this week and we're not going to chew the people ear off. You know, but we got a heavy one. Before we dive in, how's everybody doing, man? How's y'all, y'all? I think it's been two weeks since we dropped the episode. Actually, not a week. So, you know, how's everybody been doing in that two weeks? Uh, BK, what up? Been busy, just really busy. It's it's end of the fourth quarter finally at work, but it's the beginning of tax season. So, I got to get Beador's taxes together. I got to get my taxes together. You know, got to make time for my my business partner for us to finish our report. So it, it's been really hectic, but uh, it's been all right. It's crazy that what about fourth, y'all? fourth quarter for accounting means almost to the end of January. That's that's like just something to think about, you know. Um, but I like that GMD T-shirt you got on though. Rep, right? repping rep the crew. You know what I'm saying? Money, Mike. What all about day, you, man? All day, every day. Right. 
What's up with you, Money Mike, these last two weeks? What you been up to, bro? Man, chilling on. Got this big show coming up Friday night here in Orlando. So just been studying music, man, buckling down, uh, enjoying this break from the theater for sure. But, yeah, still learning music. Ooh, and the Cold Breaker. Tarmel, what up, man? What's up with you, man, these past two weeks? Man. Yeah, so so uh, we're gonna keep it moving. It looks like we having some uh, some issues on Tarmel that way. You good, Tarmel? Man, I'm trying to be. Look, it's all right. You good? You back though? You back like you never left? No doubt, man. Anyway, man, uh, working on some dope podcasts on my side. Um, okay. Shout out to Deeper Than the Cut. Yes, sir. It gets uh, deeper. It gets deeper. Shout out to my man Sunburban Joe. Yep. You know what I mean? He doing my his God. thing. Yeah, man. We got some dope stuff. The Embassy uh paradise valley uh lbrm uh the code is on its way i'm working on a dope design podcast for the folks built around design and framework yeah man so that's what i've been up to yeah man definitely man and shout out to kwame simmons too man we got some oh man education unhinged education unhinged fire man yeah fire man so um like i said with me man uh on god the song is actually on a soundtrack uh, for a movie um, in the Detroit area. It's an indie film, um, and it's called, I don't want to mess it up, it's actually called uh, Street Code Broken, um, and it drops in a theater in uh, uh, in the Detroit area February 26th, and that's you know such a blessing, man. Like, I didn't even see that coming. I wasn't even trying to be on a soundtrack. I just got the, uh, the text from super producer uh, Darrell Red Campbell Jr., you know, saying I was on it. You know, the song is on it, so that's I'm I'm excited about that. Looking forward to that. Yes, sir. If y'all in the Detroit area, please make sure y'all go and support. Um, and then also the same day, I did a I did an interview with the Ascension Music Group. It's like a podcast indie music group um, that dropped actually today. Um, so make sure y'all check that out on Ascension Music Group. I've been so busy today. I didn't even be I didn't even get to post about it today. Um, usually good with that kind of stuff, but um, that's super dope. And it only just gives me more energy to make sure I get this album out, you know, make sure that I keep pushing on the product and get the people what they want, man. But definitely glad to catch up with y'all. Good to see y'all. I know we talk outside of the show, um, but it's definitely good to be on here with y'all. But let's hop right into it. Um, We have many titles for this episode, and this is still (laughs) a work one. You know, BK's been on our back about this one. But we're going to call this The Simp and the Thoughts. That's what oh, we're going to call this, oh. a.k.a. Adam and Eve. You dig? So we hopping into the story of Adam and Eve. And before we do this and everybody get a hot take on it, I just want to give the, the scriptural reference because we, if we're going to dive into something of this, you know, we want to give it, we want to come with integrity and credibility. So um, the story of Adam and Eve, I'm going to give you a brief overview. I will. This is not Bible study. You know what I'm saying? So we're not going to read scriptures word for word, but this is in Genesis, the second chapter, the fourth verse, all the way to the third chapter, the 24th verse. And this is from, you know, um, pretty much the creation of man to the fall of man. Um, You know, so God um, creates all the animals on the earth and then he, you know, he creates man. Right. He forms them from the clay and then he breathes the breath of life into him and then he has a living soul. Right. And then he gives Adam, 
you know, he gives him the authority to name all of the li living beings on earth. He gives man that authority, right? But after he does it, he notices that, you know, man's lonely. So he says, it's not good for man to be alone. So he puts Adam into a deep sleep. Um, but before he does this, actually, he puts Adam into the Garden of Eden, a Garden of Eden, Garden of Eden, tongue tied. And then uh, what he tells him is, hey, you can eat of any tree in this garden except this tree of knowledge of uh, good and evil, right? So he tells him that. And, then, you know, of course, fast forward, sees that he's lonely, puts him in a deep sleep. He takes a rib from him, closes the wound, and forms woman from that. Adam wakes up from this deep sleep. He note he sees the woman. He says, hey, this is flesh of my flesh. He names her womb man or woman. He names her woman, right? And this is where it kind of gets fuzzy because we don't know the time between the form, you know, the creation of man and woman to where Eve encounters the serpent, right? And it's not surely clear if Adam is right next to, you know, right by her side because it says the serpent has this conversation with um, Eve. It says that the serpent was the most crafty of all the animals, right? He has this, she, uh, he has this conversation with Eve about the tree. Eve tells the serpent, hey, uh, God said that we couldn't eat of this tree. If we did, we surely die. We can't touch or eat of this tree. We surely die. The serpent says, hey, uh, you know, sh surely you won't die. You know, don't it should be good for you to to to, to have that wisdom. Right. And it, it, it changes Eve's perspective. She takes another look at the tree. She takes a bite from the tree. Adam then takes a, a, a bite of the fruit from the tree. And then um, God shows up looking for Adam. He asks Adam, where, where are you? Um, Adam, they hide from they hide because they notice that they're naked after they eat from the tree. Um, uh, God asked Adam where he is. He said, hey, we were hiding. Um, and uh, and so um, they uh, they uh, they he tell them that we're we're naked. That's why we're hiding. God says, who told you you were naked? Adam responds and says, uh, um who did he say was who did he say said he was naked? Help me out, fella. Help me out, y'all. Actually, he didn't he didn't say it. What he said was he 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 basically told the truth about him eating from the tree. And he blamed yep. it. No, and God asked, actually asked him. Yep. He yeah. asked, God him, asked him, did you eat from the tree? Yeah, he said, I and heard he you in the garden. It. I was he afraid. Said the woman told me to. Yep. Yeah. He mm -hmm. said, I heard you in the garden. I was afraid because because I was naked, so I hid. Yeah. And God said, who told you you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree that I commanded you not to eat? So he didn't really answer that question. Right. He, he never answered, answer. man. Wow. That, that, I, I just noticed that. Yeah, he never answered them, you know. Right. So God's next question was, who, you know, have you eaten from the tree? The man said, the woman you put me here with, she gave me some fruit from the tree and I ate it. The Lord said to the woman, what have you done? Eve said, the serpent deceived me and I ate. So the Lord said to the serpent, and this is where he handed out discipline for each individual, for the serpent, for Eve, and for Adam. I want you guys to actually go to that scripture and read out the punishment that he handed out. Plus, I know we're going to talk through it. But this is considered the fall of man. This is the first sin, right? And yeah. we're going to dive into it to find out, you know, let's talk through who was at fault. You know, who was at fault? Was it God's fault? Was it Adam's fault? Was it Eve's fault? Was it the serpent's fault? Who was at fault? 
And because you are the leading lady, <laughs> we got to lead off with the lady. <clears throat> BK, what's your take on this? Well, <laughs> it's, it's interesting. It's interesting and it's evolving. So originally, I'm like, it's not really Eve's fault, even though she did it, because, you know, she, this is her first time coming upon manipulation. Mm -hmm. How is she supposed to know what manipulation is? And it's not like God told her directly, you can't eat from it. It's pretty much hearsay. So for me, it was like, I'm coming up with explanations. And at the same time, they're sounding like excuses for someone's actions instead of accountability. So I started thinking about it and I'm like, <laughs> part of me feels like this is God's overall plan for some reason, but it's not meant for me to completely understand why this would be part of God's plan overall. But to me, it's like they're kids. They're, they're the first humans ever. Right. How are they supposed to know the difference between good and evil because they can't eat from the tree of good and evil. And evil. So hmm. why are you punishing them for good doing something that they had no knowledge of before they took the bite of it? Yep. That's a good point. So uh, I get I I become sympathetic to them at the same time because I look at them as kids, hmm. even though they have more knowledge than most kids do. But at the same time, it's like you're the first of everything. So, so who's it for? I don't, the serpent, the serpent's at fault because he has just as much knowledge as God does because, you know, he's the devil. So wow. here's my question. When Adam, when Adam made Eve, did he already put, instill those, those characteristics that he should have known better in him when he created it? Well, who so, did? When God? When God created right. Eve? I mean, Adam. So like when, when, when Adam... Oh, so yeah, what, yeah, yeah. was he already built in knowing this is right from wrong? That's why he held them accountable. So that's my guess. Mm -hmm. um, before he made Adam, he said, hey, let's make man in our likeness. Right. And uh, this is deep too. Jesus was there in the beginning. Right. He was the word. The word was he was the word. So whenever he says we, he's that's what God usually yeah. refers to. Right. right. He refers to yeah, exactly. So he said, let us make man in our image. So and Tarmil and I had this conversation earlier because this is so super sci-fi, right? Like this, it is, like it this is, is, it go is, ahead, man. go ahead, bro. The, I got the strangest feeling, bro. You about to share my perspective, bro. Go ahead, go ahead. Hey, look, so look, <laughs> we, we talked about this earlier. He was like, Hey man, don't steal my take, man. <laughs> go ahead, bro. <laughs> Because what happens is, and this is crazy because, like, sometimes on this particular show, we get a lot of flack both sides, right? So one of the things y'all got us doing is digging in the crates, and that's dope. So yeah. now we start digging into the word. Yeah. Outside of it, though, we also want to look for other depictions of it because it feels like it's some gaps in the story. Right. And so... Definitely. I want to see how other people see it. I want to see some some animation or, you know what I mean, some recreation of it. And so, you know, when we dug into it, we started seeing different kinds of detail. And it was like, like, how Adam, how was Adam supposed to know good or evil, good and evil without knowing good and evil, like ever? You know what I'm saying? Like, and so it was like, man. 
was this all supposed to happen? Right. Right. You, you know echoing what like, BK was saying. Go ahead. Yeah. Like, it was almost like, man, all this was supposed to happen in order for his masterpiece to take place. You know what I mean? Like, from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. You know, like, some of the scripture ain't even happened yet. And I'm talking right. about Revelation. Right. Which we're going to get on the next one. Yes, I'm sir. already throwing that out. Get ready for the next one. Yes, have sir. Revelation next. But the whole masterpiece ain't even done yet. And so, you know, Eve set off some um some a, a sequence of events that's gonna lead up to the rest of the Bible that we're still living. So are you are you saying that? All right, I don't want I'm gonna make sure I say this right because I don't want to mess piss the Bible people off. Right. So let me see how. <laughs> okay, I hey say man, this. you 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 ain't got no choice. <laughs> so God made Adam with the with the mindset knowing he was gonna do wrong and start everything that's going on, living and seeing all of that. There's no way that he could be the beginning and the end, the alpha and omega, knowing all and not know that. That don't make sense. Yeah. Yeah, the more you more the more you dive into it. Like so even, in layman like, terms, oh. in layman terms, did God finesse Adam? Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Hey. hey man listen i don't like certain words bro you know like you know one of scriptures say that we serve a jealous god and, and right. jealous, jealous is one of the weakest emotions you can have you know what i mean so yeah he finessed him he finessed him bro yeah. because at the end of the day i mean that's that's where i'm coming with because there's no way that this would have even been a thing if it wasn't supposed to be. Yeah. Because, this bro, most, bro, this exactly. is the most powerful being ever. You know I, grew, I grew up with so many stories about this Adam. I heard God, the devil was in the garden, tempted Adam. Like, now you giving me a different perspective to look at it, too. It just be back and forth. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I didn't heard so many stories, bro, growing up. So, so we started, when we first went down this path, you know, I was mad at Eve, just, just flat out. You know, what right? I mean? Because, um, I felt like she was being a bullheaded woman in that space. I felt like we even called it. We we even said she was cheating. We even used that word. She was the first cheater. Yep. Though. She yeah. stepped outside. That's of what her, y'all said. She stepped outside of her covenant <laughs> and her her stenographer. We we felt like she stepped outside of her relationship. With the enemy, then let him in the front door, and now look, we all, yeah. you know, these. Uh, I, go ahead, hop in. These are a couple of notes that I that I took because I actually had to go and read the the scripture just to get a refresher. And to be honest, most of the times I've gotten this story has been through church and not really me reading uh, scripture for scripture. This story, so. Right. I went back through it, which we should do this with all scriptures, right? You know, anything you get from church, it's great to get get it from your man of God. But even my pastor says, hey, you need to go read it for yourself. Um, there's the notes that I took from the simp and the thought. Because <laughs> we ain't gotten to that part of them yet. <laughs> but um, the first thing is he allowed man to name her. You know, he, he could have easily named woman. He could have named her whatever he wanted. Um, but he, he allowed man to name her woman. 
Um, and then he he told Adam, like like BK said, he told Adam they couldn't eat at a tree. So we relied on Adam relaying that information to Eve with the same conviction that God related to Adam, right? That was another thing that I noticed. But then um the serpent chose to have the conversation with Eve. You know, and a lot of times the enemy will go for the weak link, so to speak, you know, and he chose to have that conversation with her. Why didn't he talk to Adam? Why didn't he have that conversation with Adam? And so it was like these different points of uh, we call them in IT. They call them we call them uh, vulnerable points of vulnerability is what we call them, you know, possibly points of failure. Um, once the serpent made reference to God withholding something from Adam and Eve, that's when she felt temptation. So this was to me, this was like the first. Uh, this was the first uh, sign of temptation in the Bible um, because it changed her vision. Mm -hmm. It says she looked at the tree again and saw the that the fruit was good for food and pleasing to the eye. And this is why I said she was a cheater because <laughs> a lot of times cheating is about seeing something outside of what you already have that may be better than what you have, right? And it starts visually. It's a fleshly thing. It's, you know, you smell something better. You taste something better. You see something better. This is what gets the, you know, that the thirst appetite going. That's why I called it cheating because it was the only thing, you know, I could, I could relay it, you know, relate it to. Um, and then, um, you know, she took some from, she took the apple and she ate it, you know, before Adam did. And I, I remember when we were chatting about it, I said, you know, it probably went down like this. You know, God said, hey, you know, no, well, Adam related to Eve and say, hey, baby, you know, we can't eat at this tree. All the rest of these trees, we good. Eve talked no, to he, Hey, what he said was, all is mine. Right. <laughs> all of it. I run all of this. Right. I run all this. Hey, you see that, you see that ass over there? I, mean, right. I, I named it. I named it. You see that bird over there? I right. named it. Maybe yeah. I named you. Right. Dig it, right? Dig this, dig this. Hey, right. She, she was sitting there the whole time, like, uh huh. Keep it up. <laughs> right. Keep it up. Right. You and know so, what I'm saying? It so, was, you know, because the serpent came at her with, well, you know, don't y'all should know what God knows, right. you know? And right. to me, the man that names every animal on the planet is powerful, right? right. He's a king. So you can't tell me even be like, come on, King, my King, what you mean? We can't eat at this tree, you know, or, and it's that whole, you know, so that, that, hey, that and you know, can't tell me, you can't tell me God didn't want to see what that King was going to do with that power. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? He kind of wanted to see how this was going to play out as he was building his, it would have been boring. Yeah. Imagine if it wouldn't happen, then what, bro? Yeah. Facts. He did He'd have been like, man, I'm going back to the dinosaurs, man. There's <laughs> <laughs> some action over there. T-Rex has some balls. Right. <laughs> um, you know, when God asked. Listen, me, I want to piggyback off of uh, something that Bleedo said, though. Go ahead. When you were going through your notes yeah. and you were reading the scripture, there were some things that I noticed about it this time reading through it myself. Was for one, like you said, God never said anything to Eve directly. It was indirectly. This was said to Adam before Eve was ever created. Yep. Then on top of that, when the serpent comes and he's pretty much, you know, ear planting on Eve, look at this and everything. She didn't know temptation. This tree looked just the same as it did any other time until he spoke those words to her. 
Right. And then it was almost like a possession came over her of temptation, like, oh, yeah, this is nice. However, also what I realized was at this time when she took the fruit from the tree, Adam was right there with her. It wasn't like he was on the other side of the garden and she had to rush over there. Oh, look, try this fruit. And he didn't see it any other time before. He was right there with her. Now, he here's another story the out of her hand. He could have told her, no. Remember what I told you that God said? No, he sat there, captivated by her, watched now her eat it, and then she handed Here's another story. It, okay. it was next. As, as was a kid, next. listen, as a kid, I was also taught that Adam was distracted by something when she, she bit the fruit. I was taught that as a kid, too. Yeah, but that ain't in scripture, so... Bro, yeah, hard, I'm like, I didn't really... see that in the scripture. But no, so here's my take on it. And so later on in the show, I got seven things from a comedic uh, perspective that I took from this story. And this is one of them. So when you say that, BK, uh, you know, every man can, can relate to this, right? And um, I feel like after Eve ate from the tree, Adam had to look at one of his imaginary homies or one of them animals and said, Happy wife, happy life. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> and took that bite. Like, my wife just sent me a TikTok video earlier today. Or, yeah, it was like, you know, th th that woman that always wants you to taste the food. Man, don't let my wife get something, man, something that she want me to taste. I could have a, I could have just had a steak dinner. I'm stuck. If she want me to taste something, she Word. wants me to taste it. And it's either I taste it. Yeah. Or I'm close to the couch. You get what I'm saying? And so so that's what Adam was doing. Adam was like, look, man, happy wife, happy life. She ate it. I ain't about to argue with her. I'm going to go ahead and eat this treat. Mm. You know, that's so, my that would so be all well and good, but no conflict was created then. Yeah. Let me let me let me ask something though. We like so God designed all of these beings, right? Animals, everything. And he made us in his image. I, I can't see him making us in his image for us not to know good and evil. Right. Like, why would he want us to be on this planet made in his image without feeling the hurt that he feel, feel the pain that he feel, feel the success and joy that he feel, going through some of the things he had to go through. Like, he, he made us for a, a particular purpose and I, I and I really believe that it was meant for us to almost experience this world the way he do in his world mm. mm. um, kind of like a partnership like a companion yeah yeah yep. almost Something. like like y'all said he he had to because man I'm thinking of it like this if he if he made us well not if he made us in his image right which means we did know uh, good from evil the tree didn't really it wasn't really a tree of good and evil it's just what he called it to set up the forbidden fruit you know what i'm saying because the the tree was nothing special other than breaking the 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 the, the rule that's what it was it represented breaking the rule it didn't actually because we never even saw that they received knowledge of good and evil then. Like they saw that they were naked. There was right. a change, you know, but I feel like they already had the, that knowledge. It's like he's, we were made in his image off the top. 
It wouldn't say, it didn't say, let me make man. Then later on, oh, let him be in my image. Now, off top, we were made in his image. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so why don't we blame? Well, why didn't they know what naked was? What's that? I said, then why didn't they know what naked was? Because as soon as Adam said, well, you know, we're naked. It was almost like God did a double take. Like, well, wait a minute. Who told you you were naked? I think I think, I think it was that word to you. I think shame. naked represented shame, shame. embarrassed, yeah. good and evil. Not good and I dis evil. I disappointed shame. you. I let you down. Yeah. They yeah. didn't know shame. They didn't know shame. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And um, mm. like again, it was crazy. Animals are still in that posture of nakedness, though. Exactly. No, no listen. I, I use that. I use that in a musician form. Like if if I'm playing drums and my band leaves me out by myself, I'd be like, man, y'all left me out there butt naked. You left me like, out there naked. Yeah, you yep. left me out there by it's myself. Like yeah, you know, I'm embarrassed. Yeah. Wow. But here's here's my question. So why do we blame Adam and Eve for sin, but not God? Why well, are they to blame? Why are they to blame? But we don't. We don't because God never sinned. So, but then he kind of introduced it with the temptation. He knew what Adam was going to do. You know, so, so why why do we blame them but not him? So I think Tarmil got more code for us on this. If he the ultimate code breaker, because that's a great question. Man. And if somebody's gonna answer it, it gotta be the code breaker. <laughs> I had a good I got a code segment, but I don't know about that question right there, bro. Um, huh? I hey. I I didn't say I was no I, hey hey man <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's some it's some parts to this that I feel like there's some gaps in the understanding man and for real this is a dope opportunity for anybody in the audience that's tapping in right now to hit those comments below and let us know Please. what y'all think and how y'all feel because you know these are great questions that that for real non-believers have yeah. Um, for real, because I mean, some of this is faith, right? Some of it is you like not needing every single detail of everything in order to walk this walk, uh, because then that would be science. Yep. So we don't have all of it, um, and so let's just be let's just be honest. To us, this is a Bible study and a debate where we coming together and really trying to figure out this together as a family. So if you got some dope input, please share it with the rest of us. That's yep. how I feel about it. Word yep. up. What we're asking y'all is why don't we ever blame God for this? Yeah. Why? Well, maybe some but maybe some people do though. Yeah. You want to hear that. And maybe some people look at the I mean, the, is it really a blame though? It's just a step in the process. He created something. It's like I hate to say it like this, but it's kind of like a game. It's a game he set up where he knew the end outcome. He just wants to see how it's going to be played. Yeah, the fall of man has such a like, negative who's connotation. Win? Right. Such a negative connotation yeah. the fall of man. And so that's why I think the, the 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 urge to place blame is because of the negative connotation. Like, you know, it, we wouldn't be going through all this if it wasn't for that apple. You know, right. like 
when in actuality but, the design sound it is it, it was designed for us to do this well and it also established a relationship between men and women and god you know what i mean because god gives men god give man the perspective and blueprint to, to carry out man's supposed to share it with his wife you know what i mean then the wife has a role in the whole thing of making sure it gets it gets carried out and that she challenged the husband to stay on on path you know challenge his intellect which we hate you know what i mean challenge his perspective which we hate but what eve really did was she she challenged the whole perspective and she said what you afraid of this power adam you know mm. you afraid of it you know and so um and that happens every day you know um you know married man you, you know your wife is always pushing you to do was you know to to take that next step Thanks. you know to, to 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 not be afraid of that power and what comes with it and those things like and 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 then again man we just got to stand on our principles whether we want that power or not depends on right. what god said you know and so that really represented the first whole situation when it comes to men and women and conflict. The only thing I can think of is that when God made Adam, he was like, I'm putting you here. You are a direct reflection of me. Yeah. And we, we all know God don't mess with free will. So with Adam being a reflection of God, you know what to do, what not to do. So Adam was the example of, hey, you're the head, not the tail. The woman is the weaker, weaker vessel. With him knowing all of this, he still God still held Adam accountable because you, I, I gave, I made you with you knowing this stuff. That's the only thing I can I can come up with to why Adam's to blame. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. but he but he gave he handed out punishment for the serpent Adam and Eve though. Why not just why How not did just the serpent get in the out? garden in the first place? That's a good question. Cause he definitely put a flaming sword up to not allow anybody else to get back in once he kicked them out. Right. And it plus it also right. goes at what age do God hold us accountable? You know, you hear, you hear certain ages, yeah, 12, like 12, 12, 12, 13. Yeah. Like, so it's like, you get what I'm saying? You see how they're all entwined right. with each other. Right. And like you said earlier, Mike, they were never even babies. Yeah. Right. Like, like I read something that said that they made this bad decision in one hour after God gave him the rule, I think some, I think uh, Marcel heard a different time frame. So yeah, heard it was like a couple uh, weeks that, you know, they enjoyed the garden for a little bit um, before they, you know, before it happened. Yeah. Um, another thing that I wanted to touch on, because I want, I want, I want Tarmel to get into some code on this. Cause I know he got something good. I know he'd been cooking yeah. up something. We've been diving into this for a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, but one thing I want, I was thinking about is, when we usually see this in uh, visuals, like depicted, um, you know, animations, movies, the serpent always has this grim look. But I don't, that's not like, I think it was, you know, it could have been a serpent, but I don't think it's what we believe today's serpent looks like. Right. I think this was an attractive animal uh, that was able to uh, deceive Eve. You know, something, um, you know, something... So appeal into the eye you know or something pleasant you know like no way is this sinister looking animal whispering with this old you know raspy voice is going to be right. able to trick somebody you yeah, know i don't i don't see that i actually saw somebody use like a unicorn it was like a 
a multicolored dragon or something like that. And it was like, oh yeah, that yeah. that seemed more, you know, more um susceptible to gullible. But I but, mean, one of the curses that God put on the serpent was his relationship between woman and her offspring yep. at that time. So maybe we thought serpents were beautiful or something majestic. I mean, they're colorful. They glisten in the lights. Yep. You know, they're able to change their, their color shimmering and stuff like that. Maybe we thought they were very attractive then. It's true. But because, because of that and that curse happens, now we don't. Might have been the only might have been the only animal that could talk. Man, which is a whole nother thing. Like, man, there's there's such a sci-fi element to this bro supernatural so this for sure. is so this is perfect for me to hop into it because yeah basically the, my, my core perspective on this is you know i think we should enjoy the parts of the bible that already happened and some of it as a metaphorical perspective and to really get what we can get out of it to to live our everyday lives today you know like you know bible basic instructions before leaving earth i know you all are all heard that and so you know, these are this is our opportunity to say, okay, this is how it went. Let me take what I need from this and apply this to today to make sure I'm aligning with the principles. There also, again, there's some parts of the Bible that ain't happened yet, which is crazy. And so that also teaches us how to prepare, you know? So it's a difference between in the moment and preparation. And so this one right here, and even back then, there was more miracles. It was more majestical. Faith was way more potent, and so the atmosphere can handle different levels of things back then than it can now. Yeah. So when I go back then, I think about, man, what should I really be looking at, <laughs> right? Not what's the gaps in the story and why this ain't right, right. supposed to be. And instead, I want to really understand what God is saying, right? And so um, for me, my first question, and, and this is to our, our viewers, not even to you guys. What's your tree of good and evil today? Wow, that's good. Yeah, that's what tree can good. what tree can you hear God telling you not to eat from? You know what I mean? Like, honestly, because I think we all got them in our lives. And it's not it's not hard to find those trees. Um, and I got four points that stood out to me in this in this story. So, first of all, God knew God know the beginning from he he knows the story from beginning to end. So the dirt had to happen. It's part of the masterpiece. Scripture says all things come together for our good. That, that means that it was all coming together. The dirt <laughs> story was necessary. Hmm. Um, the number two thing is I noticed he gave man the vision, the ability to name all animals in his image. Then he, create, then he created woman. He, he created man in his image. Then he created woman. So what that says to me is men must be accountable. Our relationship with him is independent from our wives' relationship with yes, him. Yes, sir. Love he, that. He made us in his image and gave the ability and gave her the ability to birth us, which is crazy, but yeah. different. Right. Just as powerful, but different. Number three thing that I peeped was Eve's perspective was necessary. It actually allowed for the entire plan of God to be carried out. So again, the wife's role will always be to test your intellect, your perspective, and push your boundaries. She always going to want a knowledge of good and evil. Hmm. 
That's good. I never met a woman that didn't want one. Right. Even if we was too dumb to care about it. Yep. At mm. times, at times we're too linear. Mm. You know what I mean? And they've got the ability to be more complex, and that's what makes us good for each other. Last but not least, when God asks where you at, Adam, where you at? It's rhetorical. He already knows. Where <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's good. That's real good. You know what I'm saying? So that's my two cents, man. But hey, I want to hear. I, I know BK put some time into to like understanding and, and, and defending the position. And I kind of want to hear it from the female's perspective. And I yeah. think this is I think this is why the Bible is the greatest story ever told, because it, it allows these type of conversations. You know, like, because yep. I'm over here thinking, even though it's off topic a little bit, it's like, so when Judas betrayed God, Jesus, was that a reflection of Eve in the garden? Oh, you right. see what I'm saying? Like, it makes you, so everything that somebody did wrong in the Bible, was it a reflection of, in Genesis? You get yep. what I'm saying? Like, yep. yep. The yeah, principle is repeat. And, it's and all also, things. another thing I look at is, if Eve was the one that sinned, why why is it that man seeing too now? You get what I'm saying? Why isn't it just women? Why is it women just doing the wrong? You know, like I am like it makes you think about everything. You know, if the well, woman I, did I, wrong, Adam ate that fruit too, though, bro. Touche. Touche. You know what I'm saying? They ate yeah. it together. Yeah, they ate it together. And um, then, and then I, he blamed, he blamed her. He said, God, it was the companion you gave me. Yeah. That was, out, and that's that was crazy. Sucked. He went out like a sucker. And then she said, "Well, it was the snake, yeah, which is why he called blame game. Which is why we call him the simp. Yeah, right. That's yeah. why he's the simp. He yeah. he was the simp, and she was the thought because she gave in to the serpent. BK, come on, come yeah, on, BK, hop loose. in. Yeah, talk, what you got? Talk to it. They were wrong. It definitely uh, it's definitely eye opening. It holds a lot in our relationships, like even." Rereading the story over and over and over every single time that I've read it. And it's not that long of a story. Right. I get more from it. Yep. More every time. And even more things that I didn't see before or may have ignored before. Yep. You know, sometimes you, you don't really read to comprehend. You're just reading to read. Right. Yep. And so, you know, as I encourage everybody, when you go to read a Bible, make sure you pray to God first before you do it and ask mm. him to reveal what it is that you need to like further it. grow. That's real good. And so I'm always growing as I'm reading. And I'm like, I feel like it had to happen. And Mike hit it right on the head when he talked about Judas sinning against Jesus because Judas was possessed. When he did that. And mm. it's almost like when the serpent spoke to Eve, she became under possession of temptation. How did the serpent get in the garden in the first place? Mm. God had to let him in there. And it's like if God and the devil are always at opposite sides in this game, it's almost like we're the pieces. Who's going to win based right. upon who you're going with? Same thing with Joe. Four people. Yeah, it's like if more people are turning away from God and doing things contrary to his plan for our lives, you're going towards the devil. The devil is winning. If you want better for your life, if you want that everlasting peace and, and you want paradise, 
you go towards God. He's given you the choice to make those decisions. And he's been doing it since the very beginning. Adam could have smacked that apple out of Eve's hand. As a woman, I know Eve, this is her husband. She wants him to lead her. But you blamed me. I gave you an opportunity to lead me. And you sat there right there with me when God told you directly. He didn't tell me. He told you directly not to do it. At any point in time, you could have saved the both of us. Knock that apple out of my hand. You could have said, no, don't eat that. God told us. And I could have told you, well, this serpent told me that this was this and this was that. He said, you, you would have said, said woman. That's woman, not the direction we're going. Woman, don't That's back not the me. direction we're going. Hey, let me say this. I, I hear what you're saying, BK, but I'm going to give you an illustration. I got a, I got a lady who we, we live together. Hey, babe, I don't think that's a good idea. Maybe you shouldn't do that, did they? You know what she going to go do? Whatever she want to go do. So you can't you always... you not giving a good reason behind it, yeah. No, listen. Stop that, okay? Like, <laughs> at, at some point, you just go do what you want to do. And another thing I want to say is, is it was it a physical serpent or was it like a conscience thing? Like she was like, you know, the temptation was in her mind to do it. Well, well, the enemy has to attack us through our thoughts anyway. Um, so um, that's a good question, though. You know, but the, the scripture literally says serpent. Because earlier I was thinking maybe it wasn't a physical tree. So mm -hmm. one of the things, you know, um, when, you, when you're a teenager, right, especially in a black mother's home, when you start getting older and starting getting a little more testy, they say you feeling yourself, right? Start smelling and, yourself, and, yeah. Right, you smelling yourself. So maybe the instruction, the rule was to, to Adam was, A, don't start smelling yourself. And they started smelling themselves. Mm -hmm. and, and, and the more they bought into themselves, that's when the shame came about. You know, just when, because, you, you know, anytime you... When they say when you when you're led by the flesh, that's when you're led by the devil, because the devil can control the flesh. And when you're led by the spirit, then that's when you're following God. So so they they essentially started to fall and smell themselves, you know. And so um, it, it's it's it definitely can be looked at from a metaphor standpoint uh, more than a literal standpoint. I just I just think what literal is easier to kind of process right. and understand. You know what I'm saying? So, and I, I think one thing in, in reading uh, this story and trying to get a perspective. Now, when it when it comes to stories, right? You try to get a bigger picture, and when there's gaps, you go searching for things that are going to fill it. So, one of the things in in reading, it's like I want to know more. Yeah. And one thing I found out when I was in college, especially in anthropology class. They give you perspectives of different cultures. And when they start talking about these different cultures and their religions, you realize, oh, well, yeah, we have the three wise men in my religion, but this religion calls it something else. But the stories are so similar. Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, in the beginning of things, there wasn't a whole bunch of different religion. There might have been a whole bunch of different tribes, but we all started from one place. So after a while in our separation, just separated. So if you take all of these things together, all these pieces, and you start reading those same stories, you might be able to fill some of the gaps. So even with the story of Adam and Eve, I found similarities in Jewish religion. 
I found it in the Arab religion. Um, some article that was done in Greek where it talks about the period of time after Adam and Eve were evicted from the Garden of Eden mm -hmm. and how they spent their time before mm -hmm. they even had Cain and Abel because in the Bible, it pretty much just jumps to they were evicted and then boom, here comes Cain and Abel. It's like, well, what happened? Right. It didn't talk about their mourning time where they grieved. It didn't talk about their 200 years of separation because Adam died at uh, 903. So it mm. talks about all this time and space that happened between them and during their 200 years of separation and then coming back when you guys are much older and then you have these kids and then to come to find out that every boy ended up having a twin sister and the brothers that had the twin sisters would marry each other's twin sister and that they had 40,000 grandkids. I'm like, these <laughs> things give you a bigger picture, but it has yeah. nothing to do with your faith. That's it crazy. But it gives you a bigger oh, picture. Yeah, that's wild. So before before we go off on these ten, because I, I read some crazy <laughs> stuff too, man, like even Garden Eden wasn't really Earth. Garden of Eden was like a level above Earth. And so they came down to the earth, earth hemisphere and that's when they realized that they was naked. Like I, I just seen some crazy stuff out there. Yeah, but Mike, man. Mike, tell me this before we switch gears. Do you blame Eve, Adam, or God? Listen, I'm going to say this. One, a, a serpent slash snake going to be a snake. Period. Can't blame. I don't blame them. They're gonna do their job. But if I had, if I had to pick somebody, <laughs> hey, Jesus, my boy, the Lord, my boy, talk to me. I got. Hey, I, I put it on God, bro. Oh yeah. Wow. Oh. I, wow. Because it's like again, it's like you you make me to be like you. If you don't sin, I won't sin. So if you're creating me from you. And even let me say it this way. Give me some grace, brother. Like, you know, if, if that's the case, throw, throw me a bone. Like, come on, bro. It's, it's, it's an apple, my guy. Like, so, but so it's like if you make me like hey, I get one, I get one strike. Right. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, like that's where I'm at with it, bro. That's fair, man. That's wow. honest. That's honest, bro. Wow. Well, make sure y'all hit that like and subscribe button on this and definitely leave y'all feedback this is a, a super dope topic to talk about i think we can talk about this for a few episodes man polarizing but but man it's it's so much in this story you know for day-to-day -day life for marriage yeah. for all the faith um understanding you know how far we've come, all kind of stuff, man. So, but, hey, but make sure y'all hit that like and subscribe button. Especially when BK brought up Cain and Abel, you just like your mama, you just like your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, think of yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yep. yep. So before we got out of here, man, like I said earlier, I want to give seven things lightheartedly that I picked up from this story. You know, so I just want to run down these real quick. The Come first, on with it. Come the on. First thing it. is, y'all ready? Yep, we yeah, ready. We First thing is, Adam is the first snitch in the history of all mankind. <laughs> first tattletale, first snitch. Like, it's clearly in the scripture. 
he asked Adam what happened. That woman that you sent here with me did this. So he's definitely <laughs> the first. He the that first snitch over ever. There. Hey, man. Sorry, Adam. Um, and then I can't help but imagine God saying to Adam after he blamed Eve. So if y'all of your friends jump off the waterfall, you're going to do it too. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, you know, just as a parent, man, you know, like because she did it, you did it. No doubt. Um, and then after God handed out the punishment um, and, and Eve saw Adam blame her, how long did he have to sleep on the couch? You know what I'm saying? That had to create like the aftermath to that. Hey, uh, hey, two, hey, two hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> right. Apparently, apparently, according to BK, it was two hundred years, man. I don't doubt it either. Right. So, uh, That's how I feel it be feeling like two hundred years, don't it, bro? Yeah, man. So number four, number four. Um, this may be the only time in history that we see a rib eat an apple, man. That magic trick will never be duplicated <laughs> ever again. A, a rib eating an apple. Um, so um, Eve is standing there. I said this earlier. So check this out. Eve is standing there, right? One Adam to taste the fruit. You got to think that right before he ate it, he looked at one of the animals and said, yo, happy wife, happy life. life. And that's was that was the deciding factor to him eating that apple because we all been there. Trust me. All right. Number six. So, ladies, next time you in that delivery room screaming to the heavens, blaming that poor guy. Screaming to the heavens is right, but you need to blame Eve for it because it's in the scripture. He, he, he clearly says there will be labor pains because of this. And uh, last but not least, um, I wonder if that apple tasted better than a Chick-fil-A sandwich with an Arnold Palmer and sweet tea because <laughs> it had to be the tastiest fruit ever in the history. But that's my seven things that I picked up, man. No uh, tip your bartenders. I'll be here all week. Um, and uh, make sure y'all hit that like and subscribe button, man. As hey, shout, always, out to, man. shout out to BK for taking vacation Bible school real serious, too. For this episode, <laughs> whatever she was on it this week, man. And make All sure right. y'all hit up the make sure y'all hit up ambassadorstudios.com, grab one of these GMD t shirts that she's rocking. We got like every color known to man. Tarmel kills the designs on the t shirt. Oh. Shameless plug. I got the Bibocrat T on right now, too. Um, that's another one, man. Make sure that y'all hit the website. Visit us on IG. Um, you can holler at me on Instagram, Marcel B underscore DMC. Um, you can holler at BK, Beador.com, the chief geek. He has his own Instagram, but he preferred to you go. You holler at us on the business side. Ambassador Studios, Instagram. Money Mike, give me your IG real quick. Hello, underscore world, underscore 1983. Boom. Cigars, Make drums, sure. fashion, sneakers, everything. Come check me out. And he means all that, man. But make sure y'all hit that like and subscribe. I'm going to say that again and again and again and again. And before we get out of here, right, we found a video by Steve Harvey that really speaks to our show. Um, and we want y'all to check it out. We're going to play it for y'all to end the show. Um, pay attention to it. I'm sure you're going to love it. We love it. And as always... GMD is all on us. I know. I know. Peace. You got to get messed up sometimes. You got to get your feelings hurt. You got to get disappointed. You got to get told no. You going to ask somebody for some money. He going to tell you no. That's just dirt. See, you get tripped out because you got dirt on you. But you need dirt on you to develop. Because dirt ain't just dirt. Dirt is fertilizer. 
Dirt is nutrients. Dirt gives you the strength for your seed to push through. See, you get mad when haters come your way. You get mad because you get a setback. You get mad because you get thrown off course. You get mad because you get a detour. That's just dirt. You get mad because they talking about you. That's dirt. You get mad because you, you lost your mama. That's dirt. But show me something that has grown into something beautiful that didn't have no dirt on it. You got to have dirt on you to grow into what God got for you.